Section 7 of Ingersoll on Robert Burns. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is a duet by Michelle Fry, reading Ingersoll's lecture, interspersed with Robert Burns' poetry, read by Kay Williams. Section 7 from cradle to coffin a tour of burns birthplace there is no time to follow the steps of burns from old alloway by the bonny dune in the clay-built hut where the january wind blew hansel in on robin to mount oliphant with its cold and stingy soil the hard factor whose letters made the children weep working in the fields or tired with the thresher's weary flinging tree where he was thrilled for the first time with love's sweet pain that set his heart to music to lochlea still giving wings to thought still working in the unproductive fields lochlea where his father died and reached the rest that life denied to muskill where burns reached the top and summit of his art and wrote like one enrapt inspired here he met and loved and gave to immortality his highland mary to edinburgh and fame and back to macaline to jean armour and honour the noblest deed of all his life to ellisland by the winding nith to dumfries a poor excise man wearing out his heart in the disgusting details of degrading drudgery suspected of treason because he preferred washington to pitt because he sympathized with the french revolution because he was glad that the american colonies had become a free nation at a banquet once being asked to drink the health of pitt burns said i will give you a better toast george washington a little while after when they wanted him to drink to the success of the english arms burns said no i will drink this may their success equal the justice of their cause he sent three or four little cannon to the french convention because he sympathized with the french revolution and because of these little things his love of liberty of freedom and justice at dumfries he was suspected of being a traitor and as a result of these trivial things as a result of that suspicion burns was obliged to join the dumfries volunteers how pitiful that the author of scott's wahay with wallace bled should be thought an enemy of scotland poor burns old and broken before his time surrounded by the walking lumps of dumfries clay to appease the anger of his fellow-citizens to convince them that he was a patriot he actually joined the dumfries volunteers bought his uniform on credit amount about seven pounds was unable to pay was threatened with arrest and a jail by matthew penn these threats embittered his last hours a little while before his death he said do not let that awkward squad the dumfries volunteers fire over my grave we have a true insight into what his feelings were but they fired they were bound to fire or die the last words uttered by robert burns were these that damned scoundrel matthew penn burns had another art the art of ending of stopping at the right place 
nothing is more difficult than this it is hard to end a play to get the right kind of roof on a house not one storyteller in a thousand knows just the spot where the rocket should explode they go on talking after the stick has fallen burns wrote short poems and why all great poems are short there cannot be a long poem any more than there can be a long joke i believe the best example of an ending perfectly accomplished you will find in his vision there comes into his house into that old clay biggin his muse the spirit of a beautiful woman and tells him what he can do and what he can't do as a poet he has a long talk with her and now the thing is how to get her out of the house you may think that is an easy thing it is easy to get yourself into difficulty but not to get out i was struck with the beautiful manner in which burns got that angel out of the house nothing could be happier than the ending of the vision the leave-taking of the muse and where though this she solemn said and bound the holy round my head the polished leaves and berries red did rustling play and like a passing thought she fled and light away how that man rose above all his fellows in death do you know there is something wonderful in death what a repose what a piece of sculpture the common man dead looks royal a genius dead sublime when a few years ago i visited all the places where burns had been from the little house of clay with one room where he was born to the little house with one room where he now sleeps i thought of this yes i visited them all all the places made immortal by his genius the field where love first touched his heart the field where he ploughed up the home of the mousy i saw the cottage where robert and jean first lived as man and wife and walked on the banks and the braes of bonnie doon and when i stood by his grave i said this man was a radical a real genuine man this man believed in the dignity of labor in the nobility of the useful this man believed in human love in making a heaven here in judging men by their deeds instead of their creeds and titles this man believed in the liberty of the soul of thought and speech this man believed in the sacred rights of the individual he sympathized with the suffering and oppressed this man had the genius to change suffering and toil into song to enrich poverty to make a peasant feel like a prince of the blood to fill the lives of the lowly with love and light this man had the genius to make robes of glory out of squalid rags this man had the genius to make cleopatras and sapphos and helens out of the freckled girls of the villages and fields and he had the genius to make old air and bonnie doon and sweet efton and the winding nith murmur the name of robert burns forever this man left a legacy of glory to scotland and the whole world he enriched our language and with a generous hand scattered the gems of thought this man was the companion of poverty and wept the tears of grief and yet he has caused millions to shed the happy tears of joy his heart blossomed in a thousand songs 
songs for all times and all seasons suited to every experience of the heart songs for the dawn of love for the glance and clasp and kiss of courtship for favors secret sweet and precious for the glow and flame the ecstasy and rapture of wedded life songs of parting and despair songs of hope and simple joy songs for the vanished days songs for birth and burial songs for wild war's deadly blast and songs for gentle peace songs for the dying and the dead songs for labor and content songs for the spinning wheel the sickle and the plough songs for sunshine and for storm for laughter and for tears songs that will be sung as long as language lives and passions sway the heart of man and when i was at his birthplace at that little clay house where he was born standing in that sacred place i wrote these lines and as a special treat to colonel ingersoll we thought we would have our robert burns narrator k williams recite them though scotland boasts a thousand names of patriot king and peer the noblest greatest of them all was loved and cradled here here lived the gentle peasant prince the loving cotter king compared with whom the greatest lord is but a titled thing tis but a cot roofed in with straw a hovel made of clay one door shuts out the snow and storm one window greets the day and yet i stand within this room and hold all thrones in scorn for here beneath this lowly thatch love's sweetest bard was born within this hollowed hut i feel like one who clasps a shrine and the glad lips at last have touched the something deemed divine and here the world through all the years as long as day returns the tribute of its love and tears will pay to robert burns This ends Ingersoll on Robert Burns from the works of Robert G. Ingersoll, Volume 3 of the Dresden Edition, published 1900. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it.